0: Praise the Lord and God bless you. Welcome, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is Pastor Renee with a word for today. God bless you. How are you? Do you know that there's not anything that God's not able to do? There's nothing too hard for him. There's no situation that he cannot fix, no matter how long it takes. For him to do it, it's not too hard for him. So we praise his name and give him glory and we give him honor. So let's see what the word that the Lord would like to speak to us today. I have a scripture from First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear has heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of man, the thing which God has prepared for them that love him. You waiting on something? You waiting on God to fulfill something? Don't give up because he is not finished yet of what he needs to do in your life, okay? Now, who knows us better than God? Nobody does. Not your family, not your father, Not your mother, not your sister or your brother or your friends. Nobody knows us better than him. God knows our personality. He knows the things we will do. He knows what we won't do. He also knows us in a way that no one else could ever know us. He knows our character. For God knows what he has invested into our lives. So therefore, since he knows what he has invested, he knows what he's already placed there. Even though you may not know yet, he knows what he's placed there. So since he knows what he has placed there at a, a point time, when he's ready to make the investment, he makes good. He asks us, he calls us to do things that need to be done at the appointed time. Amen? Amen. God will never ask us to do anything that he has not already invested into our lives. Amen? It may take a while for the process. But see, he wants you to be fully matured and ready. So that's why he knows when it's time for him to call you. See, don't be weary because you're waiting. You're either in one of these three patterns. You're either in a place, in a season, in a time of God you're being sown into, or you're either in a place where you're being trained and equipped, or you are either in a place where there's time of releasing God knows when the time is right. And guess what? When he's finished doing what he's doing, he'll let you know as well. So now God has invested things in us. What has he invested? Number one, he has invested the anointing. The anointing is the supernatural ability that he has given to us his people to do things supernaturally in the natural. Okay, we didn't notice on our own, but the anointing has given us the ability to do things beyond the natural. Then he has given us gifts. Now, gifts are like this. It's like you are a expert or a specialist in a certain area. But see, we need the anointing to come and give us the ability to function and to operate in whatever area of expertise or us being a specialist in certain area. These gifts that God has given to us, these gifts are supernatural. So therefore, they are spiritual. But also, because they are spiritual, God uses us naturally. So, then God has invested in us a calling. Right? So, now, the calling is the purpose why we need the anointing and the gifts. So that we can fulfill what God has called us to do. Now. We don't know what God has given us. We have to discover it. It has to be revealed unto us. Why? Because God has placed on the inside of us this anointing, these gifts, and the calling, which is a part of our purpose. They all work together. Now where is your purpose? Your purpose has been placed on the inside of you. And why have they been hidden? Because anything that is precious or valuable is hidden. It's not out in the open where people are able to see it, but God has hidden it. It's placed on the inside of you. So why do you go around trying to find your purpose and other things when God has put his purpose inside of you? So it's like, okay, we have to seek the face of God so that he may reveal unto us what is the purpose, what's the reason why we were born, what's the reason why we have this anointing, why we have these gifts, and why has he called us to what he has called us to? We got to seek his face. He's the only one know where he has placed these gifts, the anointing and the calling and the purpose for us being born. Don't search other places because it's on the inside of you. And the word of God, hallelujah, will cause it to be revealed. It will be revealed unto you. Remember, when the appointed time comes. It will be revealed unto you what God has put on the inside of you. So, a treasure, remember, a treasure that's valuable and precious is not out in the open for everyone to see. But it has been covered, and you must discover. So, you got to. Discover what God has put on the inside of you. Now, I know it may look like to you right now that there's not much going on in your life. But be sure to know God is working behind the scenes on your behalf. Hallelujah. He is manifesting what he has put on the inside of you. But ask God for patience, so while he's developing what he has given you, he don't have it out in the open. Some people may look at you and say, it don't look like much is going on with them. I I can't see too much, but believe me, God is working on you. He is presenting some things, hallelujah, to some people That, hallelujah, that when the time come forth, hallelujah, you will go forth as pure gold. Don't get stuck about what's going on. Don't get stuck, hallelujah, about what's happening and the places that God has you. All things that God do is going to be good. He wants you to be strong and mature when he's ready for you to come forth. So, yes, he puts it so that we can discover it. Because what God has placed on the inside of you is great. He's a great God. He said, greater works shall you do when I go to my father. So if the person who put them in you is great, that means you are great as well. So don't be weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you just don't think. Hold on, hang in there. Hallelujah, one day people are going to look up and they'll have no idea that all of that which God allows to come forth now was in you. It may not look like much, but hallelujah, the manifestation is great. Your manifestation of what God has put in you is great. Hold on, hang in there. Don't be weary and don't give up. Because God is with you. And let me tell you, you are closer to what God has revealed to you than what you think. Listen, our God loves us. And our God has a great plan for our life. Don't worry about how slow it's going, but it is manifesting for his glory. Do we want God to get the glory out of our life? Then we have to what? We have to surrender to his will and to his word. Until the next time, be encouraged. Stand on the word. Let God reveal himself unto you. Let God tell you what he has invested in your life. And let's end with this prayer. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory. We honor you and we adore your name, God. We thank you for where you have us at. We thank you for the seasons, God, that you have our life in because we know, God, you're going to manifest what's going on greatly, Lord. Let us not despise God's small beginnings, God, because you're great in whatever you call us to do. For we thank you, for we bless you, for we give you glory, honor, and we truly praise your name. In Jesus Christ we pray, O Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord, my brothers and sisters in Christ. To God be the glory for the great things he has done. Well, the Lord has blessed us. Has blessed us to see a brand new year, 2020. I'm telling you. Yes, we will be tried. And yes, we will have things that we need to go through. But God is with us. But also, you will experience hallelujah God displaying his power in your life in a greater way. To God be the glory for the great things he has done and the things that he is going to do. Well, good morning. Good afternoon or good evening to you, wherever you may be receiving this podcast. This is Pastor Renee with a word for today. How many know we can't make it without a word from the Lord to sustain us every day? So why don't we just go on and see what the Lord wants to speak to us today? Well, I'll be coming from Philippians 4 and 6, and it reads, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Okay, so we're going to be talking about presenting your requests. So a request is something that you're asking for. It's a way that you bring it towards whoever you're asking for it for. So we're presenting our request to God. So when we're presenting our request to God, we're, we're to come calmly and peacefully presenting our request. Okay? So now, You should be presenting your requests with faith. Sometimes we do not. You know why? Because sometimes while we're presenting and bringing this request to God, the word says be careful in King James. But in another version, it says don't be anxious, don't be worried. Don't be fearful, don't be doubting. When you present your requests in any one of those terms, anxiously, doubting, or fear, or worry, God hears you, but he can't move because doubt, fear, and unbelief will stop God. You want to know why God is not answering your request? Because it's the way that you are presenting it. If you're presenting it with faith, it means I'm trusting in the Lord. With all of my heart, and I'm not leaning to my own understanding. See, when you lean to your own understanding, means you are leaning and dependent on your flesh. So what you'll start doing is coming up with reasons why this is happening, how can I fix it, what do I need to do? So if you're going to fix it, then the plan that God has for it cannot go forth because God does not move in unbelief. It doesn't matter who you are, how long you've been saved, God does not move in unbelief. It is faith that is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. So, see, when you move in your own behalf, your plan goes forth, which stops God's plan. So, we got to make our request known to God. Whenever something is going on, we have to come to Him first. He must be our first person that we come to. He has the plan, He has instructions. He has directions on what this is to do in your life and what is the purpose and how will you get through it. But when we try to go on our flesh and our own plan, God's plan is not included. So we got to trust in the Lord. With all of our heart, our mind, our emotions, our intellect, everything, we got to trust them with and don't lean to your own understanding. Because you did not get an answer yet, don't try to find another way. Because God has a plan. So here's a formula for presenting your request. Speaking plus believing in Equals receiving. So let me explain that. Speaking the word. Plus. Believing the word. Equals receiving what the word says. Let me just say that again. Speaking the word. Plus. Believing the word. Equals receiving what the word says amen we have to keep our eyes on the lord no matter what's going on no matter how long it's been going on even when you don't understand the one thing you must always remember is god always has your best interest at heart he says i know the plans i have for you Hallelujah. Peace is in the plan of God. Hallelujah. Peace is in the plan of God. Glory be to God. And so when we come into the presence of God, our flesh it does not come in. We got to enter into the spirit so that we can prepare how to bring this request. Hallelujah. You cannot present your request with God if you're murmuring and complaining and doubting and talking about what other people are doing. How come they got this? Lord, I've been serving you. Why come they got that? The Bible says don't compare yourself with one another. You can have the same call. Even the assignments may be similar. But let me tell you, God wants to use you differently. Because of who you are. So come into his presence. Come with thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you for this brand new day. I thank you, Lord, for being able to have a relationship with you. I thank you, Lord, that your love is greater and is everlasting. It will always think the best of me. Thank you, Lord, for providing what I need. For the Bible says, hallelujah, that the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want, not just for now while you have a need, but you shall not want for anything for the rest of your life. Now, how do you believe that? You have to grow and the word will have to mature in your life for you to understand that God will meet your need for the rest of your life, no matter what it is. No matter what it is. And so the Bible says, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. So when we're in a situation, God will supply what we need. But we have to believe it. We can't sometime believe it and the other time not believe it. We have to believe it. See, if we want to receive what this Word said, then we have to believe so we can receive. You've got to speak what the Word says. You can't speak half of it and the other half you cannot because that's not a full promise of God. No matter where you're at, you may be leaving and trusting God for your children. Hallelujah. But just because you see things getting worse does not mean God is not moving. He is moving. But see, the enemy is trying to want you to take your focus off in God and see, see, God ain't doing anything. Look at things getting worse. Well, see, sometimes God, he allows things to get worse. To see, will you trust me, even though the situation is going opposite? So that's a time when we have to really look, stand in the word, hallelujah, and keep our eyes on God. It says, Lord, I know what's going on, but your word will not come back void. Father, in Jesus' name, You said, God, we can present our families to you, Lord. We present everything that's going on in their life. And Father, everything that is not like you, God, we release your anointing to destroy every yoke. See, we got to believe no matter what's happening. We got to believe and trust him. Do you trust God? No, it did not. You gave him the request. You presented it to him with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Come being thankful first. Thank God for what he is to you. And then in return, hallelujah, when the spirit of the Lord begins to move, he will tell you how he feels about you. He said, come in so that we can commune with one another first. And then when you present your requests, you will present it in faith. You will be trusting God. So now you've came into his presence. You have presented your request. So now the test comes when we are not in the presence of God. So now we're trusting God and something comes. It's come to test your faith. Your faith is being tried. Do you really mean what you said when you was in the presence of God? It will be tested. Or when something happens, do you automatically run to somebody else? You see, God has the answer. He'll use his people sometimes to walk you through it. But you must come to him. He knows everything. He knows why you are going through what you are going through. But if again, if we don't present it in faith. God can't move. Oh yes, the devil did this and the devil did that. But it is your faith. That God is going on. You said, yes, I read the word and I love the word and all this. But. Do you really believe what that word said that you just read? And so sometimes you want to say, Lord, why come you're not answering me? Sometimes he wants to see how far will you trust him? How far will you trust him? Do you really trust him with your life? Do you trust him when things are going on that you don't understand? Do you trust him with all of your heart? When things are standing still, do you trust him when he's not speaking right now to you? Because the word hallelujah is what we stand on. We must stand on it no matter what we see, no matter what nobody says. Because if what somebody says is different than what the word of God has said to you, Know that that's a weapon trying to be formed against you. But the Bible says, hmm, the Bible says that no weapon, no matter who's bringing it, no matter who's being used, that no weapon that's formed against you will prosper. Amen. It won't prosper. To God be the glory. He is an awesome God. We got to come before his presence with singing. Glory be to God. How would you feel if every time God came to you, he's always asking you to do something? You're not doing this and you're not doing that and this, 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 this. After a while, you'll turn away from that. So God wants us to come first with thanksgiving. Remember that. Come with thanksgiving so that what we can leave from our natural and the spirit will begin to take over. Because see, in the spirit is where we come to bring our request. God is waiting for you. Now maybe you have told everybody else but not asked God. And wondering, why is God not talking to me? Because you did not acknowledge him first in all of your way. You acknowledge everybody else. God will sit back, and he will wait until you come to him. Why does he do that? Because he has given us a free will. He won't go over your will. But he desires that we come to him first. Remember he knows a purpose for the whole thing. So, so when we murmur and complain, do you know what you're doing? You're telling God he don't know what he's doing. Oh, I would never do that. Well, when you're murmuring and complaining, you're telling God he don't know what he's doing. Do we realize that sometimes? No. When you get caught up in what you're going through, you don't realize it. Because you're not hearing what God is saying. You're hearing only what you want to hear. But remember, we got to present the request. And once we had present the request to God, we got to leave it with him. Sometimes God can't answer you because you did come to him, but you didn't took it back. You know how you took it back? Because you are trying to fix it yourself. You're trying to find a way that's going to make it right. Or you're going to try to find a way where everything will line up together. But the Bible says that all things will work together for our good. Why? Because we love God and we have been called according to his purpose. Now, it will not start out good. Our test is, not starting out good. But we're going to trust God to come in and turn the situation around because he wants to get the glory out of our lives. He knows how He you need to get the glory out of our lives. We don't. We may think we do, but we do not. Only God knows what it's going to take for the glory of God to be shown in our lives. So how are you presenting your requests? Are you coming with doubt and unbelief? Are you murmuring and complaining? Are you anxious? The Bible says be anxious about nothing. Because God is able to handle everything. He's able to take you through the process of what you're going through. So that when you come out, you'll be more mature. You'll be stronger, and you'll be able to even do the work of the Lord because you are strengthening. You have what you need to move forward. So you know what? Let us be quiet. Let us look. We're in a situation. God is requiring something of me. Am I responding the right way? Am I bringing the requests the way the Bible said I should? Or am I anxious? Am I worried? Am I doubting? Do I have fear? Because if I do, God's not going to hear it. He's not going to receive your request because you're believing in unbelief. What? Do we, the people of God, have unbelief? Absolutely, yes, we do. Our faith is tried on every hand, in every test, in every situation. There is a lesson in everything that we are going through. Paul did say, he said, "Hmm, I have learned how to be content. Now what that means is that Paul was not content. He said, I was, I'm not content about the things that I'm facing. So he says, I need to learn how to be content. So no matter what place I find myself in, I'm resting in the Lord. And the peace of God, shall surpass my all understanding, and I will trust God while I'm waiting. I will trust God while he's fixing it. I will trust God while he's taking me through the process. The way you present your request determines how God will answer you. So remember that. And remember this. Presenting Your request. Use a formula. Speaking the word of God. Plus believing the word of God. Equals receiving what the word of God says for you. Father we bless your name. We give you glory and we worship you O Lord. Father we come right now God. We ask you God let us have the mind of christ let us renew our mind god so lord when we need to come and present a request to you lord we will do it god in the right spirit we will come with the right mindset god we have getting rid of all those things god that will cause us not to trust you But God, we lift up every person right now who is hearing this message. And God, we ask right now, God, that they will allow you to have your way in their life. That you, God, will remove what needs to be removed. And you will add what needs to be added. That your word will go to work in their life. Hallelujah. That the power of Almighty God, hallelujah, will stand strong in them. And Father, we love you because your love is everlasting. Your love, hallelujah, stands the test of time. And Father, let us take your word and apply it to our own lives first. Let us meditate on it. Then let us walk it out, God. Lord, that we'll see, God, that your power is real. And God, help us to keep our eyes on you. Everything happens first in the spirit. So, God, when we pray, God, as the manifestation of it comes in the natural, God, let us remember, God, that nothing is too hard for you. There's nothing that you cannot do. There's nothing, hallelujah, God, that you don't already know about. And so, Lord, let us call upon him, hallelujah, who is great to show us great and mighty things. Our God, our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, you are with us. You have our best interests at heart. You want us to grow up to be strong men and women of the kingdom of God. And Lord, we love you. And Lord, we adore you. We magnify your name. We thank you for giving us strength to endure every trial and test, God, so that we can be who you are calling us to be. And so, Lord, we thank you. We adore your name. And we love you. Thank you for listening in to the word that the Lord has given us for today. If you... Would like prayer. This is Pastor Renee Lilliston. From Jehovah Shama Restoration Ministries. Be free to give us a call. 484-498-8829 That's 484-498-8829 That is our church number. God bless you. Until the next time, God is with you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, God bless you. This is Pastor Renee with a word from today. And good morning to you. Good evening to you. Good afternoon, wherever you may be hearing this podcast from. Well, how are you doing? Well, we're in the midst of this virus, something we have never, ever experienced in our lives. Is God with us? Absolutely, yes. He is definitely with us. Well, he told us, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. He told us, he said, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver you from them all. So no matter what it is that we're facing, he's with us. Just just look at your record for a minute. For a minute, look at your record. Look at your record, I mean look at your past. Your past, walk with the Lord. Was God with you in everything that you went through? Did he bring you through even the most hardest places? Did you survive it? Was he with you? You survived it because the Lord brought you out. The Lord delivered you. So it says, many will be the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord is going to bring us out. So we can rejoice. So... Things were too hard for us, but never too hard for God. This is not too hard for God. Now, God has allowed it for a reason. Because there's nothing going on in your life that God couldn't stop it if he didn't want to. So since he hasn't stopped it, he does have purpose for it. How do we find out about the purpose and the plan for God? We have to position ourselves. Position ourselves in a way where we can hear what God is saying. And you cannot position yourself if you are murmuring and complaining. Or if you're in fear, you will not be able to hear what God is saying. But nothing is too hard for God. Not even this virus. But we have to position ourselves so we can hear what God is saying. Amen. Amen. There's nothing going on that's too hard for God. We got to believe that. See, we have to trust God with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding. No matter what you see, you got to trust God. No matter what you hear, no matter what people are saying, you must trust God. And let's take it a step further. No matter even what you're saying, you are feeling, you got to trust God. See, we got to trust God regardless. Regardless of what he allows to come. He, he, he knows why, but we got to trust him. See, you can't trust God in fear. You have to be at peace to trust God. Okay? So now, the Bible says that We are more than a conqueror, right? So that means that we're not just a conqueror when we come out of the situation. We are a conqueror right right while we are in it. We have the victory not after it's over, but we have the victory right while we're in the middle of it. So God is with us. We don't have to worry about a thing. He's covering us with his blood. We got the Holy Spirit on the inside. We got the word, which is Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. And we have the angels that is surrounding us. We are covered. We are good. And so God is with us. He said, remember, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You will not be alone. We have to trust God. So remember, the Bible says this. It says, um, you don't know what to pray for as you are, but the spirit, hallelujah. (laughs) See, we got to come into the spirit so that we can know the mind of God and the heart of God. So when we know the mind and heart of God, what happens is we are able to pray what God intends to be prayed for the situation. We're praying the answer because he has revealed it unto us. Hallelujah. He's revealed it unto us. So don't worry about it. Don't be fret and don't be full of doubt. Is God going to bring us out? He absolutely is. For the God that we serve is not a man that he should lie. He already said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but I will deliver them from them all. Every one of them. So you know what? Hold your head up. Don't worry about what's going on. God has everything in control. All right? All right, well, let's see what the Lord wants to say to us today. Well, we're going to be in Joshua chapter 1. So we're going to read verses 8 and 9. Read this. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not, I commanded thee, be strong, and of a good carriage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, wheresoever thou goest. For the Lord, Your God is with you wherever you may go. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you may go. So we're going to talk about completing your assignment. And you probably say, completing your assignment? In the midst of a crisis? Oh yes. Do you not know that in the midst of a crisis... Is one of the greatest times that God displays his power. So just because a crisis is going on, doesn't mean God stops your assignment. He gave you assignment. He gave you appointed time. And he know exactly when the time come for your assignment to be complete. And believe it or not, some of us have an assignment to complete in the midst of this crisis. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So let's just go over this, you know, chapter one. So now Moses has already died and Joshua is now taken over as the leader. So now God has had him in training. Moses has sown into him. He has gotten him ready to be the leader to take over. So now Joshua is at the place where he has his first assignment that he must complete. For Joshua will complete and fulfill many assignments, but this is his first assignment. Now Joshua was a warrior, so Joshua was not afraid of war, nor was he afraid of enemies. He was a very strong man of valor. Joshua was. Okay, so now, but God had to tell him, be strong. Why did God tell him to be strong? Because Joshua, knowing the land the way he did, knew that the Hittites were a very powerful enemy. How? In the world do I come and fight against them. What should I do? What steps should I take? Because Moses was here before. And, you know, God spoke to Moses. Moses spoke to me. And and then I put everything in order the way it should be. But Moses is not here anymore. Moses is not coming back. Moses has fulfilled his purpose, and now it is time for Joshua to take over and to begin to fulfill his assignment that God has called him to. Are you now stepping into a position that is now time for you to fulfill your assignment? You don't have to be afraid, God says. He said, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you. And then... He gave him instructions and he gave him directions on what he will possess from this battle that he have to be in, in the midst of. He said, wherever your foot tries, I'm going to give that land to you and you're going to have from the wilderness uh, to the, to Lebanon and to the great river Euphrates, And I'm going to give you the land that the enemies, the Hittites, I'm going to give that to you. He said, nobody will be able to come against you because I am with you. And a lot of times when God tells us to do something, we start wondering, how in the world am I going to do that? The thing is, you will never get the answer because it's not you that's doing it. We can't do anything in our flesh. It's in the spirit where we surrender to God that we're able to do what we need to do. So, yes, this is Joshua's first assignment as as leader. Hallelujah. For Joshua's assignments will lead his people into the promised land. Okay? It's now Joshua's responsibility To pray for the people. It's Joshua's responsibility. To go to God. When he don't know what to do. It's Joshua's responsibility now. To see how God wants to work this thing out. It is Joshua's responsibility. To come before God. That God may give him the answer. Hallelujah. Listen. 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 Don't be afraid. God is with you. Whatever assignment God is calling you to do, he is with you. He is with you. The God that we serve is not a man that he should lie. He said he's with you. He's with you. No matter how great it looks, no matter how dark it gets, no matter how close your enemy comes to you, God is with you. So Joshua have to defeat his enemy so that he can be able to take the people into the promised land. Amen? Amen. So now, why did God tell Joshua three times, be strong and courageous? Be strong and courageous. He said it three times. He said it in verse 6, 7 And nine, be strong. Now, if you're already strong and courageous, why would God tell you to be strong and courageous if you're already strong? Well, the reason why he's telling you that is because you are not strong. Your strength is weakening and you don't have the courage that you need. Because fear is gripping you because of your enemy. Joshua's enemy, the Hittites, he never came against them before. There was a great mass of people and, you know, well prepared, fight well in war. So that's why Joshua was afraid. But God says, listen, let me tell you what to do. He says, be strong and courageous. And the word courageous means not to defer by danger, pain, but be brave. So don't let the danger that's coming your way causes you to turn away from what God is telling you to do. He says, see, I'm telling you to be strong because I am going To allow my strength to come upon you. And when my strength come upon you. You shall be courageous. You shall be brave. No matter how they come. I'm giving my strength upon you. Hallelujah. For I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. It is his strength. That causes us to fulfill. Every assignment that's been assigned to our lives. Hallelujah. Then he says, I want you to meditate. How will you defeat them? You got to first meditate on my word day and night. Meditate. You got to keep going over that word. Keep that word before your face. hallelujah. see. You got to keep that word. Keep that word in front of you. You have to meditate on it. You got to ponder it in your heart. You got to allow it to strengthen you. You have to allow it to sustain you. You have to keep speaking it. So if you feel afraid, hallelujah, of this assignment, it doesn't mean God's going to cancel the assignment. He said, I'm going to be with you. So therefore, if you feel afraid or you feel free, if you feel afraid or you feel fear, excuse me, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Keep declaring that word, hallelujah, till you begin to get the revelation of what God is saying to you. Keep on speaking that word. I can and I will do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Everything that God has called me to do, I will do because of the strength of God. We must always remember that our strength is limited, but his strength is unlimited. Hallelujah. See, there's got to be a preparation. So God prepared him. He saw preparing him to take over that role. He didn't just jump out and was in there. He prepared him. And so whatever we face, God always prepares us. So we have to remember this. Remember this. When you're in a place of preparation, it's not a time to lose your focus. It's not a time to to be distracted. It is a time to pay close attention to what God is saying to you in your place of preparation. He's changing some things. He's adding some things. He's speaking some things to you in your place of preparation makes you be ready for whatever comes. Upon you because God don't ever send us nowhere to do anything without preparing us first. So when you're in a preparation, you got to have an ear to hear. You can't go everywhere. You can't do everything because God has me in a place of preparation. Hallelujah. Now, if we remember, remember the story of Moses and Pharaoh? Remember when God spoke, he said he was going to send a plague. And the plague will be the plague of the firstborn. Every firstborn of every child shall die. This is the instructions that he gave to Moses to give to the people. Now, a plague is going to come. Oh, it's coming. He says, but I want you to get blood. Put it on the top in the sides of your houseway posts, put it on there, so that when the plague come through, hallelujah, it will not touch you. It will pass you by. But see, you have to pay attention when you're in preparation. Because see, had they not obeyed in the preparation part, when that death angel came, hallelujah, it would have struck all firstborn, no matter who it was. So, you know what? When God is telling us stuff, we have to pay attention. Now, God is preparing us in what is going on right now with this virus. He's telling us to do certain things. Oh, child, I ain't listening to that. Oh, child, I ain't doing what they say. But do you not know? If you believe, if you believe that God is in control, right? If you believe God has a purpose, then why aren't you doing what he's saying to do in the purpose? And the purpose is preparation, spiritually and naturally. So therefore, if we obey what God says, if we really reveal, have the revelation that God has given us, we will do what he tells us to do, not trying to understand it with our own intellect. But we will obey what the Lord is telling us in a place of preparation. So see, some people's assignment, like I said earlier, is coming right in the midst of this. For wherever your assignment is, when the appointed time comes, it's time to fulfill it. So that's why you can't take light of your preparation period. You can't be so busy that you don't have time to come before and see what God is saying to you. He told us these things were going to come, right? Oh, yes, child, we're living in the last days, and absolutely we are. So if we're living in the last days, why are some people still living the same way they're living? How come they're not trying to change anything if they believe it's the last days? Preparation. Preparation. Preparing and be preparation. Some people got an assignment in the midst of this. Position yourself, hear God, let Him reveal to you and give you the revelation what it is He wants you to do. The most greatest time, hallelujah, to see the power of God move is in the middle of a crisis, a circumstance. A problem or trouble, that's the greatest time. That's the greatest time. Will some people get saved doing this? Yes. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Will some people recommit their lives to Christ? Yes, they will. Will some people turn from what they were doing and obey God like they should? Yes, they will. See, preparation is not for nothing. It's to get you ready for appointed place at an appointed time. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, God. So when we meditate on this word, hallelujah, as it sustains us, strengthens us, and builds us up, we'll be able to stand. Even though the danger is coming before us, we are able to stand because why? Why? Because we paid attention in the place of preparation. He was able to sustain us. Glory be to God. God will never, ever tell us to go into a place to do nothing without preparing us first. We have to remember that. We have to remember that. No matter how it gets, will you still believe that God is with you? No matter how the situation turns, do you believe that God is with you? He's always with you. He will never leave you alone. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never leave you alone. We have examples in the Bible where God Came in at the appointed time. Hallelujah. Let me give you another example. About this preparation thing. Remember God has spoke. Some years ago. That a famine was coming to the land. Oh the people said I ain't heard y'all look. I, I, I got a freezer full of food. Everything's okay. We got money. Everything is good. He says. But A famine. Is coming to the land. Now, nobody paid no attention to that except Joseph. So Joseph began to tell them what they needed to do to prepare for this famine that was coming. Oh, child, I ain't thinking about no famine. Oh, child, I ain't thinking about what's going on. Who cares what they say? But a famine did come. Because of Joseph's obedience and preparation, when the famine hit, They were able to not only feed the people in Egypt, but they were able to feed people from the surrounding countries. So when God is saying a thing, hear him, hear him, and then act on what he says. If he tells you, you need to store up, build up, get things in order, because a famine is coming, or whatever is coming. If you know the voice of God, you better obey that, because it's coming. Will he supply? Look, do we see how blessed we are? God is still, he is meeting our needs during this virus that's going on. He's not afraid of it. Don't you be afraid of it. Because God is going to deliver us from them all. Remember that now. Remember that. He's going to deliver us. So God, we must always remember, the main source is God. Everything else is a resource. Your job is a resource. If you retired, your check is a resource. If you are disabled, your check is a resource. Everything else is a Resource. So that your need can be met. Hallelujah. Don't worry about how your bills are going to get paid. God will give you a resource to meet your need. Hallelujah. Don't worry about what things you're going to need to fulfill your assignment. Because God's already going to provide what you need. And yes, you may be in a season where you have never, ever, ever. Experience anything like you're going through right now. But let me tell you for sure, God is with you. He is not a man that he should lie. He is not a man that he should lie. He will not say something and then do something different. He is not like that. Hallelujah. So guess what? You can fulfill your assignment. Joshua fulfilled his assignment. Because he obeyed the voice of the Lord. He allowed God to strengthen him. He allowed God to build him up. He allowed the word of God to strengthen him. He allowed the word of God to speak to him. He allowed, hallelujah, the spirit of God to be upon him. And because he was obedient, he fulfilled that first assignment that God Called him to do. His obedience to this assignment. Caused him to be able to fulfill. The other assignments that he had to fulfill. Amen. You can't do it halfway. You can't do it your way. You have to do it the way that God is saying for you to do it. So you know what? Get yourself in position. Settle yourself down. Listen for the voice of God. Let him speak to you because he has instructions and he has directions. He wants you to do that you must follow so that you can fulfill your assignment. Amen? Amen. Our God is an awesome God. Listen, I know everything is going, seems like it's going crazy. You don't know what's going on. But I'm telling you, there's a great move of God's coming in the middle of this. Watch and see. Not because I say so, but because God said so. Okay? God is with you, He will never leave you. You're covered in His blood. Remember this don't miss the time of preparation. Your preparation will take you so you can complete your assignment. Okay? All right. Father, we bless your name. For we worship you, we give you glory, and we honor your name. We thank you, God, that you're covering us. You're keeping us. Thank you for, that you're even speaking to us in the middle of what's going on right now, God. But Lord, let us continue to trust you beyond what we see feel hallelujah, or what people are saying, God, let us trust your word. You said your word will never come back void, but it will accomplish everything that it is sent to do. And so we bless your name right now we worship you, we give you glory, honor, and praise We right now ask the God that you will protect those Lord Who are on the front line for this that's going on right now with this virus God We ask that you will cover them as your vessel We ask God you will use them We thank you for your wisdom being applied to every person God Who has to come forth with a directive God let it be your wisdom that is applied to this situation Lord So Father that every need that needs to be May will be need, oh glory be to to God. And Father, when we come out of this, let us have a grateful heart, Lord. Let us worship you. Let us honor you. And let us give you praise. Hallelujah. So while we're in it, let us worship you, God. No, we might can't go to the house of God. But hallelujah, take your word and pray right in your house. Get your family together. Build them up and make them strong. Have Bible study right there. Teach them your children how to go to God on their own hallelujah for God is a man that he shall not lie and so Lord we thank you we bless you we give you glory honor and praise for we thank you for this word completing your assignment Lord we love you and we bless you in Jesus Christ we pray amen so if you need prayer or you would like to have prayer. You may call this number. It is 484-498-8829. That's 484-498-8829. That's our church number. Call, leave a message, and you will get a return call back. Hallelujah. God is with you. God cares about you. He loves you. And until the next time, keep your eyes on the Lord. God bless you.